This is Gang Alley Media, where faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Hey there, everybody. This is Johnny Ganache from Pina Comics Podcast, and I want to welcome you to Huh Podcast featuring Dino and Michelle, talking about pop culture, talking about their family, and talking about a whole bunch of good stuff. Remember, be decent to each other, and have fun listening to this awesome show. This is Dino and Michelle. Hope everybody's doing well. Really? Yeah. This week has been a week of nothing really. It's been a week of just kind of taking each day as it comes. And you know what? I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. I'm good with that. Well, you know, one of the things that I was actually thinking about it before when, you know, just kind of going over things I want to bring up and and whatnot, and it kind of had occurred to me that. I love those times where you're, like, going through Facebook, and you see a preview for a movie, and you're like, oh, hey, I think I'm just going to watch that one. Yeah. I mean, you'd never heard of it before, so you have no idea why it's on your Facebook, because, you know, usually they show you things that you've been searching for, but... Yeah, how do you know that? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. But anyway, so last night I'm just flipping through, and I see this one for a movie called Run. Run. On Hulu. Just okay. Run. R-U-N. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, I think it's Run 2020. Okay. Like, like run a pr- uh, parentheses 2020, because there's probably another run, so they were trying to... nine, yeah. Yeah, so just probably trying to... People were running for long now. <laughs> so. so I'm just, I saw it, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to watch that tonight. Um, you, you caught a bit of it as you were uh, heading into bed, but... Right. Yeah, well, um, wound up being what I thought it was. Okay. Yeah, I can. 
really need you to help me. Chloe! Good night, sweet tooth. You need me. You figured it out. Uh, but it was, it was really good. It's um, about a mother and daughter. Um, the mother homeschools her daughter. Because it opens up in like a required uh, homeschool meeting, like homeschool meeting with the accountability group and okay. whatnot. So that, that apparently in this state, and, uh, they accountability group, they have to do like monthly meetings. How are your kids doing? What are you, right. you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea. Right. But, I mean, I know nowadays a lot of accountability groups are so huge, (laughs) you know. But anyway, um, you know, she's all excited because she says my daughter's going to be going off to college. And most of the parents are all upset with that. But she's like, you know, I'm fine with it. I've, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been there for my daughter, done everything she wanted. And, you know, now she's going to go to school. And I'm, now I can finally do some things for me. Right. And the, and the daughter's in a wheelchair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, she's going to be going off now and, and doing the things that she wants to do, and now I can start living my life. Right. So at first, I'm like, okay, you know, I can get, I thought maybe I was wrong about this, and I'm like, okay, I can get behind what this mom's saying. But, yeah, that's what she's saying. Right. She's putting up by <laughs> Yeah, and not what she's doing. Um, like, you, you learn pretty quickly that um, it's a Munchausen by proxy. Oh, situation um she's making her daughter sick um even to the point where the the whole wheelchair she really doesn't need it the mother's been giving her um uh muscle relaxants meant for a dog holy moly (laughs) so it's been making her limbs weak wow yeah um but yeah, and you, the daughter actually had applied to colleges, and the mom was like, you know, I'll let you know as soon as one comes. Well, yeah, no, she didn't let her know. Wow. Um, but it was basically, I mean, it was slow for maybe like the last first 20 minutes or so, but it didn't take long for the daughter to catch on to what her mom, you know, figure out what her mom was doing. Right. It, it had gotten to that point where she was, you know, she was smart enough to go, wait a minute. This doesn't seem right. right. And the mom picked up that she was picking up on it. So it just, it made it all that much more. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it certainly wasn't like a, a lifetime show. I think I'd watched that one with the, um, where the, the, true the, story the true story right. where the, the daughter had the boyfriend that she had met online kill, kill her mom. Right. right. So it, it didn't drag on. It wasn't slow like that mm-hmm. they said it was like a 20 minute kind of setup that was what like gypsy rose or something yeah, yeah 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 this one is like a 20 minute setup and then and then it just it went pace. yeah it, it, it just went, went from to there a run yes a running pace it started running wasn't just clever <laughs> but um i'm not gonna tell you the end because it is a new film um and that's probably why they're pushing it on facebook and stuff oh. but it's it's run 2020 um a hulu original right um so that's where you can go and catch it i really enjoyed it um and i started reading a lot of reviews and basically what i just said was like everybody else's 
slow start, but once it was there, you, you, I mean, one woman said I sat on the edge of my couch wow. for a majority of the show, oh. and it has a nice, um, nice, nice twist ending. Oh, cool. So it was, I, I highly recommend it. Oh, right. So yeah, so it's, you know, sometimes sometimes you just have those weeks where it's like, so you something you didn't expect, yeah, just kind of pops in, and you're like, oh, okay, this is cool. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then last night after that, the girls came out and wanted to comb my hair. So I'm like, sure. And I started taking them through Supernatural. Hey. They watched episodes one and two. Oh. Well, one of them watched one. The other one watched one and two. Right. <laughs> one of them didn't make it to two. <laughs> she fell asleep. Yeah. But man, Sam and Dean were young. Yeah. Well, oh. 15 years. So. Yeah, I mean, but I I didn't realize they were as young as they yeah. as they really are. I mean, they're actually their ages of their characters are very similar, if not the same. Because I think Dean's age, character's age is the same right. as his. Sam, I think, might be a year older mm-hmm. or a year younger. Right. His character, but no, I mean, yeah, they were young. Yeah. I didn't realize Jared Pedalaki was born in '82. Makes me feel old. Yeah, yeah, we've got what, eight years on. Yeah, you have four years on uh, Jensen. Yeah, because he was born in '78. Mm. I thought for sure we were, you know, most time people wind up being right around our age. I thought for sure that was this case, but well, no, it's Castiel not. Is. Well, yes, Castiel is actually right in the middle of us. Okay. Because he's in August of 74. Oh, okay. So he's like, he's like right there. Yeah. But, no. So now I'll take them through the rest of that because they do like him. They do like it. Cool, cool. Yeah, I've had a creatively pretty busy weekend. I watched the Butler movies. And I made uh, two different YouTube videos. One, comparing um, Michael Keaton's Batman to Christian Bale's Batman to Ben Affleck's Batman. Uh-huh. And made a case as to why one of them is very underrated. So, go on YouTube, check that out. And I reviewed a movie called Bloody Hell, put out okay. by our friends at the Horror Collective and it is about a guy with a past he was in prison for a few years for stopping a bank robbery but someone ended up dying in the bank robbery and he was held responsible because of his actions so he goes to prison he comes out. Half of America thinks he's a hero. The other half thinks he's a scumbag. So the paparazzi is following him and everything. And to get away from it all, he decides that he is going to take a trip to uh, Finland. Helsinki. Okay. Um, he decides that by spitball at a map. 
I wish, we, wish we'd be able to do that. Just put a map up, throw a dart, and go where it says. Kind of how we ended up in Tennessee, virtually. Well, yeah, th- I mean, that was where we took that one quiz <coughs> thing. Yeah. That told us what would be a good area for... A- anyway, I'm going off track. Sure. <laughs> so, and also, he talks to himself. He doesn't necessarily have a split personality, but he, his conscience talks to him, like Jiminy Cricket. We're happy? Huh? We're happy? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like happy. Okay. I'm not telling you anything that you wouldn't have seen in the show. Mm -hmm. But I was going to say, I didn't, I don't know if maybe I just wasn't focused on it right, but I didn't get any of that out of the trailer. The IMDB is like real bare. A guy with a past goes to escape and ends up in something worse. I mean, that's. I'm not reading it, okay. but that's pretty much right. what it was. And it's like, that told me nothing. <laughs> and even if you watch the trailer, it'll give you a thing, but no, there's twists and turns. And it's fun. Okay. It is a horror comedy survival adventure that is not a derivative. You know, it's not a zombie film. It's, you know, which is a lot of where, you know, your, your films go. The lead is a guy, Ben O'Toole. And in the movie... He reminds me of a young Nicolas Cage. It, it's something that I can see Nicolas Cage doing this type mm-hmm. of role. And he pulls it off really well. Um, I'll have to give it a And I believe he's Australian and you don't hear a lick of accent. So, yeah. Okay. It's, definitely, it, it's coming out the 14th in select theaters. Drive-ins and uh, VOD, and it's coming out the 19th on digital, on uh, physical media. So, Bloody Hell, put out by the Horror Collective. I'll have to give that a watch. Thank you. While I'm doing that commercial, we'll do another one. Commercial break! Commercial break! Are you trapped in the 80s and love retro? But do you also want to know what's going on in the world today? Then you got to check out the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast starring me, Dags. The Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast is hilarious, and I guarantee it with a funny-back guarantee. Now, here's a little taste of this powerful podcast. Now, yes. Br- yeah, Brian Dennehy, we all know him as the only person to kill Rambo in any of the Rambo movies. That's, that's right, <laughs> isn't it? That's correct, yes. Why do nerds get so mad when you when you do uh, ironic comedy like that? Because they're nerds. Yeah, I always put they it. Got, they've got to be right. I I put it up on Twitter. I always do my uh, powerful ironic comedy. And if you mm-hmm. want to enjoy that comedy, please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. But I always tweet something, and they're like, "Oh, actually, uh, Brian Dunhe did not kill him." Well, there you have it, guys. Go to AmishBabyMachine.com and subscribe now. Thank you.
I'm Dean. And I'm Krista. She's the daughter. He's the dad. And together we are Family, Family Plot. So put on your adventure hat. And join us as we take you on an adventure. Through strange true history. Weird true crime. And all, all things paranormal. I'm ready. I have my hat on. It doesn't matter, Dad. No one can see us. You're breaking the fourth wall. Family Plot, available on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And most other pod listening apps. Hi there. We're so sorry to interrupt your regular podcast listening, but we just wanted to introduce ourselves. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Anna. And we're the hosts of Freudian Sips, a podcast about brains, beverages, and other BS. We are a mother and daughter who are both licensed counselors, and we like to get together every week or so so we can have a glass of wine and talk about whatever cool psychology things interest us and our listeners. So if you want to hear two slightly tipsy therapists chat about historical psychology theories and the people who made them, questionably ethical experiments, mental health and illnesses, and other fascinating stuff, then you should listen to us. So pour yourself a drink and tune into Freudian Sips on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cheers. Okay, so, um, that. We watched Banana Splits again, but we showed it to the girls this Yeah. Children's show produced by Hanna Barbera. This was a horror movie that they made that I believe was supposed to be um, Five Nights at Freddy's movie that they didn't have the right, that they lost the rights, so decided to take the concept and move it and find a property that they owned because I believe it was. Put out by like Cartoon Network or mm-hmm. something. I know. I mean, I know. I have like the Hanna Barbera logo and everything yeah. on the on the movie too. Yeah. Not not just from the Banana Splits, but right. So yeah, it's bloody. I mean, it, it's not a kids' movie. Uh, <laughs> our kids love it because our kids are our kids. The what? <laughs> well, we were at uh, the kids were auditioning for another play again, and we were there today, and everybody had to stand up and and say their name, their age, and something they like. Yeah. Well, the first <laughs> Killian was pretty funny. He stood up, said his name and his age, and he had just like 
this really deep voice now and the director who hasn't seen him in you know close to a year because of covid her mouth like literally dropped to the floor mm -hmm. uh -uh. figuratively but literally it dropped to the floor yeah. and she's like when did that happen but I said all that the same when T.T. did her. She goes, I am T.T., I am eight, and I like horror movies. <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> she had asked me beforehand. Because yeah. they had said, don't say anything, you know, inappropriate. That, inappropriate. She's like, can I say I like horror movies? And I'm like, do you like horror movies? She goes, yes. I said, then you can say it. <laughs> it's not like a bad, you know, children's church or something like that. Yeah, that you want to just kind of keep a little bit to yourself <laughs> or at least you know specifically which horror movie if you watch with daddy uh, that will be church discipline no, i'm just kidding <laughs> no, we're gonna get church discipline from all sides anyway what does it matter i mean speaking of church and horror movies if i haven't said it before and i know i have said it before because he's been on the show pastor matt and Jackson, father and son watch horror movies. The coolest pastor in the world. He preaches in a Friday the 13th shirt. So, <laughs> anyhow. What was I... What was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So, banana splits. Um, I just keep drinking you all off I know, I'm like... <laughs> Wow, let's wrap, this, let's, let's wrap this up quick. I have no idea where she's going. <laughs> but, yeah, so... We watched I mean, that. It's fun. It's a little stupid, but it's a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, don't look for a lot of logic because you won't find it. Yeah. But... In this, especially at this time, I don't think we need movies with logic. We need movies that are really going to help us escape where we are. Yeah. Real life is too horrific. Yep. yep. So, we watched that. Um, on Shudder, I watched the movie. It's pretty popular on Shudder right now. It's called Anything for Jackson. This is my husband, Henry. We don't want to hurt you or your baby. We feel this would be the best way for you to go missing. Dr. Walsh, morning. Here to clean your drive. No, no, everything's okay. Thank you so much for the book.
on Shutter, anything for Jackson. This is a film. You you might like it. Okay. I think so. It is about a couple, an elderly couple, who kidnaps a woman. Uh, the the old man is a doctor. He's the girl who he kidnaps, doctor. Okay. And is played by, I forgot his name, but he is the guy that was the original death in Supernatural. Okay. No, the British guy with the dark hair. Um, they kidnap this woman and hold her chained in, in their room. She's pregnant. And they lost their grandson. And they want to do a reverse exorcism. Hmm. I guess a possession, I guess I put that. Oh, okay. Where they want the spirit of their grandson to go hmm. into the baby. Okay. Their saintness. And it starts off pretty straightforward and then goes bonkers, bat crap, crazy. Mm -hmm. And. There is some definite WTF moments, but I, I really liked it. Yeah. I liked it more than I thought I would. Hmm. You know, I had heard people saying it. Normally, when people talk up stuff, you know, it's like, okay, I'll watch this. You know, got it. And yeah, I wasn't disappointed. So, anything for Jackson? All right. Um, and what? That's which on Shutter you said? That's on Shutter. Okay. Um, what else did we get? Well, we went to the movies. We did. We went to the drive-in. We went to the drive-in. We went to the double feature. And I had posted this on Twitter. And watched Wonder Woman 84. And no, I saw WW84. Oh. You must have watched a different movie than me. Well, you watched... <laughs> WW84, I watched Wonder Woman 84, <laughs> and I watched Batman 89, because everyone else fell asleep. <laughs> I think we made ourselves too comfortable. Yeah, we decided it was too cold this time to take the van yeah. and sit in the back, and since uh, Killian didn't come, it was just the four of us. The girls can snuggle more in the back, but I think snuggling more in the back... Help them to fall asleep. Yeah, so they did, what, three quarters of the movie and fell asleep at the very end. <laughs> um, and it was since we had to have, since we got to have the heat on in the car. Right. And then you made it through, I don't know, 15 minutes of that, man. Mm -hmm. And then checked out. Mm -hmm. And then I had watched it, which is what inspired me to make that YouTube video. Mm -hmm. About the whole Batman thing. Because the one thing that got me... And I, and I mentioned it in the video is he's sitting there and he's wearing glasses. And I'm like, okay, if you're wearing glasses, your vision is impaired. Batman is peak, you know, peak physical condition. Mm -hmm. That was his, you know, what is the most perfect a human can be. Mm -hmm. And then Batman... And even in 89, they had LASIK. Just saying. 
I think I she mean, would have he... done it as opposed to... So oh. The glasses weren't like an additional cover, like a Clark Kent thing? No, because he was by himself while he was like investigating. Yeah. So it's like, no. Mm. No, they, they okay. seemed like they were utilitarian. Hmm. That would be the right word, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, because you utilize them, right? So, so because, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know. mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I mean, it, it took me back to you know eighty nine. I was thirteen, fourteen, yeah, fourteen, fifteen, fifteen. Yeah, yeah, 15. fifteen. Yeah, watching it in the movie with in the theater with Keith and. It took me back there, you know? It was mm. fun. Um, Wonder Woman. I heard a lot of not good things about it. I heard, uh, you know, I heard some decent things about it. But, like I said, and I mentioned this last time, I think, the people I heard the not-so-good things from watched it at home streaming. The ones I heard good things were ones that... Had gone to the theater. gone to the theater. And so, on the most part, um, I would like to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate. I didn't dislike it. I yeah, it was long. Was it a movie just to make a movie? Is that what you're? I think it might have been. I mean, it was made, We we need to have another one, so let's just do yeah. this. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I love the first movie, you know, directed mm-hmm. by Patty Jenkins, you know, so it's nothing against her. I think a, most of it was superfluous. Why did it have to be in 84? Nothing really stood out 80s-wise for me. I mean, in the beginning, some of the clothing and stuff, yeah, but that's it. after that, it really wasn't. Yeah. The video games in the arcade were not time-appropriate. Mm-hmm. I'm a geek, but I know that. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were a little, those were late, a lot of them were late 80s games, right there. Um... The whole thing, I it seemed like let's do it in the eighties. That way we can make fun of Ronald Reagan because it mm-hmm. it seems like they were making fun of Ronald Reagan. Whatever, I'm not gonna get political, but that's what it seemed like to me. The I will say the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know the whole. Heist thing and all and all that. So the second beginning. Okay, yeah. The first beginning <laughs> was the uh, competition, which I thought was good. Yeah, and I I liked I, the moral lesson you could grab from that beginning. Right. You know, shortcuts don't get you. Don't, don't get, get you anywhere. Right. You got. You know, it's better to lose well than to cheat and win and not learn the lesson from Do you think that that played into the rest of anything you could, from I think it was before? the whole thing about what? Not, um, you can't always have what you want? Yeah. I think that was 
what the end of the movie was, you mm-hmm. know. But we won't talk about that. But yeah, no, I think that was the definite, you know, point of the okay. movie. Um, but yeah, so that competition was the beginning, and then you had the second beginning, which is beginning in the, in the '84, right? Which didn't make sense in the lore of Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, because according to that, she'd been laying low since World War One. Well, she seemed to be around an awful lot in this movie, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, did everyone forget? Did I don't know? Maybe she go did. around and kiss everybody. Yeah. And them all forget. So maybe she had one of those little wands as she was right, as she was no. right, as she was flying around on the. Um... She had a men in black flashy. Yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. She had a flashy thing. Flashy so, every, so every time she passed somebody, as she's. Gliding on the uh, lasso of truth, <laughs> she's she's getting everybody with the little. Yeah. So it's Men in Black, Spider Man, Shazam. <laughs> um, but what I did like in that beginning, it seemed like if that movie came out in eighty three, eighty four, eighty two. Even it would have fallen in line with the Richard Donner Superman movies. It had that, you know, even the the, the goofiness of the crooks and all that. Yeah. You know, I can hear it like Otis's music. You know, boom, boom, boom. You know, I can hear that behind everything going on. Yeah. So. It had that feel. Her costume definitely was not an '84. No. That that was no. a. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a modern costume. Yes. Yeah. Um. Kristen Wiig as uh, Barbara Minerva. I didn't mind her. I thought she was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um. She was kind of like Catwoman, uh, you know, the meek mom, and then kind of, mm-hmm. you know, grows into her character. And then when she became full on Cheetah, it was like I owned a Doctor Murat. I was like, I was so goofy to me. So. Well, see, I mean, where they where they lost it for me. And honestly, I mean, this is where it loses me in a lot of, and I, I think you've talked about it before, um, like the Transformers and stuff like that. The fight scenes they try and make so um, bombastic. Yeah, that I don't, I can't tell who is where and who's. Do, it, it's so fast moving, so um, move intensive. Right. That I can't tell who's doing what, and it, they just look like. They're a ball of moving whatever. I, I don't... Yeah. You know, and that's the same way, like, with the Transformers. When, when yeah. You know, you, you can't tell who's doing what to whom, and yeah. it's... It loses it there for me. You know, I just kind of go through it and wait to see who comes out on top in the end. Right. 
you know. Which, you know, it's gonna be <laughs> right, but but how? I want to, I want to, and but I want to be able to see more of how. Yeah. You you really can't see how. Right. Because you can't see what's going on. Yeah. Um. The one part I had an issue with with the movie is. And I'm not worried about spoiling this. But there's a guy outside in a three-piece suit laying down drunk hitting on people. He looked pretty decently kept for a quote-unquote bomb. Mm-hmm. And going and you know even attempted sexual assault on Barbara a couple of times, and it's like that seemed very unrealistic. Maybe they watched that one skit on you can't do that on television that we saw the other day. We're gonna get to that. Well, you, but can I bring that that particular skit up? You remember it? The Christmas one? No. Oh. There, it's the back to school one. Yeah. And oh, yeah. there's the bomb, You're right. a drunk bomb, on the street. Yeah. And I mean, he's fairly nicely dressed, but he admit like, after he scares the kids to go back into school, because they don't want to be like him, he does this whole little thing, like, you know, I'm paid 30... $36,000 a year by the school board to sit on the streets and talk kids to go back talking kids right. into going back to school. Yeah, and this is 1982. <laughs> so, so, I mean, did maybe he get, maybe they get that, that yeah, idea? Maybe, yeah, maybe that's that guy. But, yeah. So, I'm like, I don't know, this seemed, that seemed a little ham-fisted to me. Okay. Yeah. That, that's just... But... I will, am I going to go through and go, Oh, this is so woke. If you're looking for it, you're going to find it. Yeah. It's it, just, well, just about anything. Yeah, if you look you, for When you raised to be a hammer, all the world looks like a nail. Mm-hmm. So... Whatever. Whatever. I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I, yeah, I... I enjoyed the drive-in even more, because I just like going to the drive-in. Yeah. And, and, like I said, I'm not going to complain about it. I mean, I'm... I mean, I might be a little less critical than most people on things, but... No, there's I some... I like to enjoy myself. Well, I was going to say, there's some things you're more critical on than others, and... Yeah. Other things you're more less. Yeah, on. yeah, that's true. For every movie like this I love, you know, there's a Blair Witch that I hate. So, there you go. Uh, so that was a drive-in. Well, like you had mentioned before with Banana Splits. After that, I went online looking for old episodes of Banana Splits. And we came across one that it came out with in like, what, 08? Yeah, 08 or 09, something like that. It was like a revival and they were doing these, like, locker jokes, mm-hmm. which made you think of You Can't Do That on television, television, which 
I spent my life thinking about You Can't Do It On The Devil. <laughs> so, we went on YouTube and found episodes of that. And it's not what I remember. Man, yeah, they will throw 25 clips into a episode. I think you counted the one and it was... 27 seconds long? Yeah, 27 seconds oh long. I remember these being longer. Yeah. But they weren't. Yeah, there was, they, there was nothing over nothing a minute, over even if, I don't yeah. even know if one made a minute. Yeah. I mean, they were just bump, bump. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but Nico liked it. T-Town mm-hmm. thing. Uh, but you know, I, I think what this goes to show, though, they say when you're younger, mm-hmm. your attention span isn't as long. Right. So, it, it, it it's really a good helps put it in perspective because right. we did think that those were much longer sketches yeah. because our brain could only focus for so long yeah. so that's why it made those yeah. sketches seem longer now we're watching it we're like yeah no that's like <laughs> you kids with your pac-man video games have an attention span of a nanosecond <laughs> do you know the movie Basketball. So, uh, Kids with your loud music and your Dan Fogelberg, your Zima, hula hoops, and Pac-Man video games, don't you see people today have attention spans that can only be measured in nanoseconds? But one thing we did say, another thing we saw, mm-hmm. what I'd like to go in and talk about is Soul. Yes. On Disney Plus. How did I forget that we watched that? And I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't all that excited to see it. When I saw it, it was kind of, I was like, because Inside Out, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite. But, and then Soul, and I'm like, eh, alright. It's like, you know, I like cars, but I hate planes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I like Inside Out. Am I gonna just like Soul? But let's sit and watch it. Man, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I really. I like the double entendre in Soul, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just one visually, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it, you know that when even a kid can say, yeah, that. That just looks beautiful. Yeah. I mean, the the hands when he's playing, the food, the pizza. I'm like, man. (laughs) I liked liked when they ate the pizza and it came out their butthole. (laughs) Their butthole, not... The pizza was still whole. That's what I'm saying. It came out of their butt. (laughs) Completely whole. Well, it came out. Well, it did come out. <laughs> I was trying to stay away from that, but it was too funny. Sorry. But, yeah. And you know, as far as the move, there's so many layers on it. First of all, like I said, <laughs> I said this last week. If you're gonna go in, or two weeks ago, whatever, just look theological oh, yeah. truth. Just stop. Don't bother. Don't bother. You're not going to, you know, 
but as far as the message of finding your spark, finding your passion, mm-hmm. you know, what you think is your passion might not be your passion or your spark. Mm-hmm. You know, and just maybe just enjoying life is your spark. Mm-hmm. When, especially when we've got a daughter, oh yeah, who enjoys life. That's her. That's her gift. Mm-hmm. She wakes up and <laughs> every night it's the best dinner she's ever had. Yeah. Oh, this is the greatest! It was frozen tortellini chopped up to a you go with it, girl. You go. Yeah. Hey. Hey, yeah, she's our, you know. She's the one that I think, no matter what falls her way, mm-hmm. she's going to find the silver lining. Yep. And it's not going to be hard for her. The silver lining is going to be right there. Yeah. And if there isn't a silver lining right there, she's going to find a, she's going to find on YouTube a five-minute craft of how to make a silver lining right there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Five, a five-minute DIY silver lining. <laughs> and if you're feeling down, she's going to be the one with you. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, all of them, all of them are really good about, you know, especially with a lot of the things that I've gone through. They, they've all been there, and they've all shown me how much they love me and how much they care about me. And, you know, um, all of them have. But there's just something with her, right? That has a way of touching, you know. Yeah. Touching you that can bring you, bring you up. Yeah. And again, please understand that's not to say anything negative towards the other two. Oh no. But she's there's just something. Right. And that's why I chose my overall design of my tattoo. Yeah. Is her favorite thing because it. I can look at that, think of her, and be happy. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um. Anything else? I don't know. We've kind of been all over the place. Yeah. I kept dragging you down rabbit holes, and yeah. sorry. It's okay. Yeah, like um, we didn't do a uh, I buy that for a dollar this week just because I've been watching everything. You have some more movies to watch that we bought for a dollar, but we haven't watched them yet. Um, Oh, come on. You're not going to do a review on a movie you haven't watched yet? What's wrong with you? I think a lot of people do. I mean, you only bought it for a dollar, so come on. Yeah. It was worth the money. (laughs) Because even if it was a piece of crap... Yeah. It's been some... uh, (laughs) Oh, my man, I regret this. Oh, we do have some sad news, though. Huh. A part of our community is leaving. A part of our community is leaving. A store is closing. Oh! Yeah. Uh, hashtag save the video store uh, is was not a success. Uh, family video is closing. All locations. And yeah, I say especially because it affects me. Uh, the one two miles from our home. Mm-hmm. So, that's it. I'm going to try and make it a silver lining, though. 
and uh, see if we can go and buy one because <laughs> they I mean racks yeah because they're selling all the racks and everything yeah. too and we honestly I have been wondering what we're going to do with all of our movies because I know I know you you're not going to want to part with them no. and I'm like what are we going to do with these things yeah. I have no idea where we're going to put the racks right now but if we can get one or two racks for a decent decent price it's worth it because we've got enough movies I mean, like, we won't even have, we won't even be able to front the movies, I don't think. No. <laughs> They're going to have to be. No, they'll be in there like books. <laughs> yeah. uh. And even if, even if we don't need to, we can actually make them into bookshelves, too. Yeah. You know, movies on one side and books on the other. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, Friday night, I forgot to mention, I hmm. mentioned it on Twitter. But I did meet up, me, Andrew, and Keith from the Say It Podcast, and we had a long discussion about 80s hip-hop films. It was long. And it was fun, and I am now tasked with <laughs> ending this monstrosity and bringing y'all a great episode of Last Show at the Rio. So do me a favor. Subscribe to Last Show with the Rio and give it a listen. <laughs> and go to iTunes and give a rate and give a review. That'll help, you know, give us a little bit of exposure on that. Mm -hmm. so, I think that's it. I think so. I think so. Guys, you know where to reach us on Twitter, on Facebook. We have the YouTube channel. GangAlley.com You'll find all our links there. Thanks for everything. You guys are awesome. Be decent to each other. We love ya. Peace.